Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey kids, we are back with part two of our live watch party from the CFP Championship. Andrew from the Big Red More podcast joined us at halftime and then stuck around for the rest of the game. We spent a good portion of part two talking about the Huskers' prospects in 2024 and how Scott has actually let go of his pessimism and believes they will have a really good year. We even broke down the first part of the 2024 schedule and waxed poetic on our mutual hatred for Colorado. Woven within the Husker conversation were some comments about Kalen DeBoer, Jim Harbaugh, and Dana Holgerson possibly joining the Husker coaching staff. Plus, I talked a bit about the new studio setup, so we covered a lot of ground, with most of it having absolutely nothing to do with the game itself. So, enjoy, <laughs> and we will see you in part three. Hey there, Gen Red listeners. We wanted to let you know that the Omaha Supernovas hit the court for the first ever Pro Volleyball Federation match at CHI Health Center on January 24th. First serve against the Atlanta Vibe is set for 7 p.m., and you will witness world-class talent because the Supernovas roster includes NCAA national champions, All-Americans, and Olympians. So secure your season and single match tickets now at supernovas.com and join the volleyball movement that's sweeping across the country. The Omaha Supernovas, the Atlanta Vibe, Head-to-head at 7 p.m. January 24th at the CHI Health Center in Omaha. Be there, because as Coach Rule likes to say, it's going to be elite. Can I'm doing good, me? but I have like I have such a like bad delay, and it's like echoing like everything you guys say is you say it twice. Huh. I don't know. And that's not on the stream, though, is it? That's just I don't when, know. It's just in your. I don't know if it's just mine or what. Do you? Are you sure you don't have like a tab with like our YouTube or something streaming? Let me make sure. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Oh, that's what it is. I have you guys on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> right, how's this? To, yeah, you need to like. How's turn this? Down I had to close my original stuff. tab. Jeez, I'm hey, so computer brother. illiterate. All right, we're good now. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. All right, let me see if I can you share know, it to mine now too. We all have days. All right. We oh, the they got to kneel it at the, at the so. two. Good. All right. All right. There we go. Work. So it's 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 it, it can still be game. a game. It can still be a game. Absolutely. Yeah, that I'm was curious that to was see these end. total stats between the two teams if their offenses are at least somewhat comparable because it looks like Washington's moved the ball a bit. It's just they can't do much with it once they get inside that twenty until that last drive. Ooh, excuse yeah, Mitch, me. That was a good one. Physicality is definitely coming through in this game for sure. Um, if if Washington wants to try and figure this out, 
in the second half, they they definitely have to find a way to shut down that run game for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't really see Michigan passing on them to the extent that it'll really be a major detriment. Um, but if Michigan can keep running the ball on them, that's I mean that's the entire yeah. game right there. Oh yeah, no hundred percent because they're just gonna keep wearing out their defense. Yeah, and then that's gonna set up wicked play action plays that Mm -hmm. can set McNamara up for just open Roman Wilson's just left and right. Um, And so, yeah, you're, you're right. I think if they can't stop Michigan's rushing offense, if they can't hold them to under, I mean, shoot, you'd think you don't even want them to get 50 yards. You got to shut it down almost entirely. You've got to make them to pass the ball exclusively which i don't know how you can coach that in a halftime locker room speech you know i don't know how you fix that i don't know how you playbook fix that either you know like that's just one of those things that you either you you got it or you don't yeah so i i I don't know but we'll see maybe i'll eat my words i hope i do because i want i want to see i want to see washington win this i want to see harbaugh go through all of this craziness of seasons looking good and mm-hmm. then controversy the worst of all controversies cheating allegations mm-hmm. oh and you that you suspend easy. yourself or whatever you're you're out you're out but you still win you keep winning you go undefeated yeah. anyway and then you go and you win your your conference championship and then you go and you win first round of the college football playoff semifinals and it's like he's on top of the world it's like what else can you do to the guy you know like besides just straight up suspend him you know like yeah so great question for you guys right he's gonna get suspended i feel like he's gonna get suspended no matter what yeah next next year right so do you find him Leave like a higher percentage of leaving if he wins the championship as opposed if he doesn't. Oh, I lost you guys' audio. I, since I can't hear you guys, I'll just keep talking. But uh, I find that he's going to leave no matter what. But in my mind, I think it's an even higher probability that he lose that he wins and leaves. Like if he loses, then he's still gonna have that kind of like that lingering, like oh, I gotta, I gotta get this one in before I leave. So I'll be interested to hear what your guys' thoughts are on like where you guys lay your probability on whether or not he wins today or if he loses. Brian, once again, I thought I was the only one that couldn't hear him. So thank you for reaffirming that I'm <laughs> completely out of pocket on this thing. There you go. Did it again. Wow. There you go. There you go. We got you back. So how long? When did it cut out? I didn't hear anything for what your like response would be to my Harbaugh, Harbaugh question. That's probably because I replugged in the cameras and it redefaulted to the cameras. Oh, I gotta turn that shoot. shit off in the settings. That's crazy. Okay, okay. So, so my answer, I will actually shorten it actually because I think it was a little bit too drawn out anyway. So thank, thank you, audio problem. Um, <laughs> so 
<laughs> my answer in short is no matter what Harbaugh leaves, I think he has probably an understanding with the powers that be at Michigan that he either walks away giving Michigan a trophy or he doesn't. No matter what, it makes Michigan happy and Harbaugh goes on his way anyway. Um, I think that he's put too much of a stain on the program. There's always going to be that. There's always going to be that looming feeling of cheating that will always plague the program. It will just be something that will be a meme. And I don't think Michigan is going to want to deal with that. And so I think Carberg goes on his way and he goes to the NFL, of course, and he's going to have probably a decent career there. If he goes to a semi decent program, he shouldn't take a bottom of the barrel program. I think he needs to go to a, a, a well-established program that, you know, maybe the coach has just been, you know, they've been average at best, but, you know, maybe they just want to move on to something that'll take them to the next level, something something like that. That's where he needs to go. I think he's proved his ability to coach, regardless of the cheating and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The man clearly he wins everywhere. He knows how to win. He knows He knows how to keep, to rally around guys and clearly his guys have rallied around him. Like they haven't missed a beat. That's either just an incredibly well coached team that Harbaugh has set up a really competent coaching staff, which I think is true. But I also think it's because he has commanded respect from his players yeah. and his players know how to respect themselves because of it. Yeah. So, so, so the biggest thing with him is it's always like that, like you're, four year five tends to be where he like he wears people out at that point but obviously it's been working in michigan but i think the writing on the wall the biggest like um i'd say most god i'm such a short for words here um like the most <laughs> obvious reason that he's leaving is because of they're putting in that one year con like that one year agreement right you guys know what i'm talking about in the contract yeah something like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah where it's like no matter what you're here for a minimum a year without talking to any other nfl teams or anything like that so like that's got to be the writing on the wall for them where they're like okay we know some like infractions are about to come down on us right but we need you even if you're not coaching on the field like you were this year, but just you being like that leader and the figurehead in the locker room just to carry us over into that next year and we get another guy without all the infractions, yeah, you know, to get us over the hump, so to speak. So to me, it's like, why would he want to do that when he's got to have a sour taste in his mouth from Michigan already when they're like, we're cutting your money. We don't believe in you but yet we still want to keep you because we have no other options. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like uh, dating that girl that you're just stringing along, you know? Like, yeah. It's, that's all it was. It, but like, and then he just, I don't want to say, I don't want to disrespect. I just think it's funny to describe it this way. That's the only reason why I'm going to say it this way, but I think it's funny that Jim Harbaugh has actually stumbled his way into a national championship. Yeah. I think it's hilarious Um, just because there's just been so much against him. Like everyone doesn't like him. They think he's just this goofy, nerdy over, over. He is like, he's just this, 
weird guy who just like gives you these weird vibes. Like I don't I don't mean to use like just weird woo-woo terms, but like he's just he's just a weird guy. Yeah. And talking about milk like, and you know what I mean? Like he's but like just, honestly, I don't shirtless wrestling in the living room yeah. with a recruit. Like my, my take is that like all that to say that like I honestly like the guy. Like I think he's a really I think he's a really like entertaining guy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I'd love I, to have I, a beer with him. You know, especially with him being like the Niners coach and getting us to the Super Bowl and everything. Like, I have no hate for Jim. It's just he is highly unique in the thought process. And like John mm. is a normal guy, which by the way, Ken is not his twin brother. It's his older brother. But oh, okay. I, I he thought is, there was for some reason. No, uh, I think John's like a year or two older, but anyways. Yeah, I meant to John seems that. pretty normal, right? But Jim is like a little a little outside of the norm for everybody else. I Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's yeah, I think he's just kind of like a I I don't know. Misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's one way to put it. Like he uh, means well, but he comes across as super weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah. Anyway, there could be but, a lot of us. But. No, I think I think he's done. I think he's done good things. Like I think he's done good things for Michigan. I think, I think he's kind of if if Nebraska. Here we go. This is where we're gonna go with this. You ready for this? If Nebraska would have kept Bo Pelini around, I think Nebraska would have flourished in the Big Ten. I think that we would have started winning more like 10 to 11 games. We just couldn't win the big one, you know? Like we'd win, we'd win with Iowa. We we just couldn't win with the Ohio States or the Michigans. Maybe we would pull one off every once in a while, but then we would lose one to Michigan the week later because they would sure. schedule it that way. Yeah. And I just feel like that's what would have happened if we would have just kept that guy around. Um, oh, Pelini, Pelini Harbaugh is a great comparison. Like that's right, that's but a they're really like good they're like it's almost like uh, like the chaotic evil and chaotic good. Yeah, like that's what that's what Jim Harbaugh is. He's like chaotically good. Like you're like I don't understand this guy. <laughs> He's just wildly unpredictable, and. Same thing with Bo Pelini, but angry. Just like yeah, just with like a like a, a semblance of anger with it all the time. But like super, like he was also a really self aware guy, and so is Jim Harbaugh. Like they seem like really self aware. They knew how they were flawed. I you just ever think, think maybe that's why they're angry because they have all the self awareness. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Damn it! I know I'm a douchebag, and I just yeah. don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you have you seen that study? There was like a study. Uh, I'd have to find out where it was. Maybe it's like Johns Hopkins or whatever. That it was like generally the smarter you are, the like the more you uh self aware and self deprecating and like, yes, like the more you down. hate yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. the more you, the more on the like. Jesus, uh, I should be a freaking Rhodes Scholar then. <laughs> yeah. And so and so now it doesn't mean that if you hate yourself because you think too much it doesn't mean that you're a genius. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's 
it's like a it's a it's a majority of geniuses, but it's also the majority of people tend to also have that too. And so it's definitely yeah. a trait in hierarchy people for sure. Um yes. you you're just more aware of everything that's going on and you're just hard you're gonna be harder on yourself, right? Like it's just because yes. you expect more out of yourself because you know how smart you are. You know, mm -hmm. like it's not necessarily like a cocky thing. It's just it's a I know what I'm capable of. And so when I'm not performing at my capabilities, it's frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that. I think that some coaches. I think that some coaches are, are they just have a really, really good skill at just like blocking that out. Um. And then there's just a few, a few guys who just, they just don't like, I want to say it's from a temperament standpoint, but just like a straight up, just like politics standpoint, like a Mike Leach is like one of those core, not quarterbacks. He's one of those coaches that you can look at and go, this guy just doesn't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. He's not gonna. He's not gonna follow the same path that every coach does. He's not gonna yep. be politically correct. He's gonna speak his mind. You know what you're getting with a Mike Leach. Yep. So, um, so that's the thing is like they they always say like as an athlete and as a good coach, a lot of times you have to have the ego, right? But mm -hmm. I find that to actually be a little bit misleading. Is I don't necessarily think that they have an ego. I think it's they've just found out confidence and themselves so they expect to be really good at things right yeah and you can't go through especially like not only just like a day in day practice or a, through the ebb and flows of a game but the ebb and flows of a season and everything um you really have to believe in yourself in order to not be so self-deprecating and like self analytical to the point that you're negative and bring yourself down. Right. So it's a lot like Steve jobs, Bill Gates, guys like that. Like uh, you have to have like a unalarming amount of optimism within yourself that other people don't understand in order to make it through those trials and tribulations. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. You have to really believe and know what you're about in order to just let everything that the haters say just roll off your shoulder. Like you have to really, truly believe in what you yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And, and some like people the, just like find that role. as like a like oh. Russell Wilson. People find that as like a false a false um, optimism, so to speak. But I think I think between people being truly confident in themselves and then a lot of times it's people that are pretty oh like confident in their faith as well those are the people that tend to like just come out you know because yep. if you it's like manifesting right if you're constantly telling yourself negative things all the time you're going to manifest negative things right but if you're constantly telling yourself positive things and finding a solution through negative things rather than focusing on the negative, you're going to find a way to come out on top through all of that, which is by far easier said than done. I, oh, yeah. I know oh, yeah. from self-experience that's, that's tough to go through. You know what I mean? But 
as long but as you're cosplay, not wrong. Yeah. Like they have to have that like on the outside perspective, false like confidence and optimism, but to them it's not. Like they just believe it. Yep. Oh, and I do want to uh you know, Husker Army pointed out something that I feel like definitely needs to be said. Rest in peace to the pirate. Mm, um, for sure. Mike Leach, you are a legend. Will forever remain alive in the football community. What you did for yep. the entire college football landscape as a whole. And everything that you've done to merit from marriage advice to uh, his, <laughs> his opinions on the college football playoff. Everything that you've said has been just such a gem. Yeah. And we will forever miss you, Mike yep. Leach. His press conferences were, and when he gets interviewed on the sidelines and somebody asked him about what he gets, what he eats for Thanksgiving, that one was, that one was gold. Just, you know, you just gotta get, you know, you get a little potatoes and some stuffing there and some turkey and then you just, just gravy on all of it. If you don't put gravy on all that stuff, I don't want you in my life, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) It was just absolute gold. I miss Mike Leach, but... And I don't know if there's any, if it's ever going to go anywhere, but, you know, Dana Holgerson was in Lincoln, a uh, Mike Leach disciple from back when they were really good on offense at Texas Tech. Mm. That was his offensive coordinator. Yeah, I saw something about so, that on Twitter QB earlier coach. today. So, never know. What's your guys' big take on that? You think he's going to be like our QB coach? What do you think, or just an analyst? What do you think is going to happen there? I think he's going to be on the staff. I think he's going to be a coach. Um, my guess would be, um, Satterfield moves to tight ends. The tight ends coach moves back into the analyst role and then they co-offensive coordinate. Co-offensive coordinate? I think Holgerson and and Sat probably are the co-OCs. You think that works? With, with Holgerson probably doing most of the work because he's going to coach the QBs. So, um. I have no opinion because like I said, I, I Briefly saw it on Twitter. Did not have time to investigate, and here yeah, I am. I don't. I don't. I don't know if anything has happened with that at all, or if there. If there's. Been I haven't heard anything. Yet. And I, one of some some of the stuff I've saw saw on Twitter earlier today. We may have gotten that receiver from Wake Forest too, hmm. which that would be huge. That dude yeah. is big and quick, just like the other guy that came from Texas. So Nair, yep. Nair, and Banks. That's a couple of good names to have lined up out wide and you know that that makes that four and five wide receiver set so much more attractive you throw lloyd yes. and malachi out there with them you know it gives you a full wide receiver set like i was actually hoping more for banks than than the texas kid and no disrespect to the texas kid by any means but the banks kid just kind of jumped out on tape a little bit more to me yep so mm. yep i hear you hey you want to stick around for the second half you're more than welcome to Sure. Yeah. However, right. however long you feel like the really is flowing, gents. It's been flowing since the man was hired, uh, Brian. My wife and I were at the stadium when he walked in to uh, for his press conference, and that was an absolute hoot. Well, to, uh, I will say, short sneak, little dude, though. Sneak preview. You guys know how much of a pessimist I've been about about rule and everything. Well. I will reserve my rights 
to retract my opinion going into <laughs> 2024 season after the uh, spring game. I know that spring <laughs> games don't necessarily tell you much, but if it anything, sure told us a lot about it, turnovers. it really did tell us a lot actually about this offense. What we saw in the spring game actually did. Yeah. It did end up being what we were going to see. So I'll give it that. It was actually pretty accurate. So if it looks better, I'm going to confirm that I am very, very optimistic about this team this year. I think, I think it's going to be a really good team. I think that last year we were a nine win mm-hmm. team with an average quarterback. And yeah, we just didn't have an average I, quarterback. And I think we're going to be, one. I think with, with, Raiola, I'm not right. even kidding, man. I think that with his talent level that he's got, it's transferable to Big Ten play. I think he's that good, and he's going to have eight months to get himself squared away for it. Um, I think, I, dude, I think, I think we could win a lot of games. I think we can win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say a win loss record prediction. That'll be uh, oh, come on now preseason. <laughs> but I think I think we can win a lot of games, guys. Yeah, we've got a way too early season prediction show we've got to put together. We can't be throwing that but stuff I, out there yet, Andrew. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but I can but I could throw some I could throw some spice, you know, like I can say, like, hey guys, guess what? I'm the guy who is like, we're going six and six, and we basically got pretty close to that. Um yeah, but your bottom end was also five and seven last year, and you hit that dead on. Yep. Mine was six and six. I initially thought I was going to be either nine and three or seven and five. And or did I, I dropped pick, it to eight and four? Didn't I? And six no, did I six. pick six? Didn't I pick seven and five? I can't seven remember. Seven and five and five and seven. You said the Kool Aid side yes. was seven and five, and your realistic side was five and seven, and you were right. Yeah, um, yeah, that is true. Because you, were, it was almost a coin flip for you, if I remember right. You really wanted to say six and six, but it was kind of a coin flip. It was like no. I've got to go with five and seven because I really think that's what we've got. Man, that was brilliant. I didn't even notice that highlight earlier. Yes, it was really good. Where he pointed to the one guy that pulled yeah. the safety over and he just drove that ball right in there. That was beautiful. Penix, Penix is that dude. Like, yeah. I, I hate how everybody's not giving him oh, a higher no. grade oh, for the NFL. Did he catch that? He oh, caught it. he got it. Oh. Oh, that was the worst Picked decision. Off. First Dude, that play was the worst decision of the second half. Washington fans have uh, got to be shitting themselves. Elated. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, that was deflated. like off half his back foot. It was so terrible. There's you are no right, reason Husker to throw Army. that ball. What a pick. There was what no reason. Wow, he did get that ball. He did catch it. He got the hand, but he got the hand. It might not have an angle. He got the, oh, let's see it. Let's see it from here. Let's see it from here. Oh, you can't tell, but they called it. So they need to be able to say it needs to be undisputable. And I think he got the hand under. He got the hand under. He got the other hand under the point of the ball and you're dead right. Dude, what a, what a way! Great pick. What, what a, great a pick. way to get some momentum for Michigan! Oh, dude, Michigan could run away with this now. They could run away well, with where this. It's just out on the field, you're gonna you're, you're probably gonna play. I'm guessing play action pass, throw it deep, and Penix is hurt. 
Do you see that he's holding his ankle? Oh gosh. No, they didn't play action throw it deep. I figured they they're just would. gonna run it. They're just gonna run it. I think they're gonna take I think they're gonna take the same thing you said, Andrew. I think they're just gonna run it until yeah. until why they stop it? them. Yeah, why not? It ain't broke. Get McNamara, you know, or not McNamara. McCarthy. I keep saying yeah. McNamara, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh McCarthy. I think McCarthy, you know, like Oh, he stepped right on his ankle. Keep Look at him that. Healthy. Ow. Ow. Dude, that's brutal. Ow, 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 ow. Ooh, gosh, I hope like he's all right. Penix needs another injury. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. There it is. Oh, gosh. Oh, almost Corm got is through so there. shifty. Yep. You know who he Ouch. reminds me of? Who? Amir Abdullah. Oh, he's got Amir that Abdul? jump cut. Yeah. And that ability to make a hole where there really isn't a very big one and squirt through there so quick. Yeah, look he at does. this. It doesn't look like that much. And a, boom, there it is. That is a good comparison. He that does remind comparison. me a lot of Amir. Very springy. Yeah. But oh, I feel I like, but I feel right. like, I feel like uh, Amir had a better second gear than Corum does. Oh, top end? <laughs> yeah, sure. that top end. That top yeah. end Abdullah had was just, that's yeah. why he's still in the NFL, you know? Like, yeah. he's never been a starting guy, but he's hey. been a, a, a healthy role. Just a humble dude, too. Yeah, I like Gotta him. love that guy. He had a great interview like a year and a half ago on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. It was such a good interview. Him and Bo Pelini, those two interviews were fantastic yep. on there. Bussin' with the Boys, they're so funny. Yeah. It's it's a grain of salt podcast for me, though, because it's like, okay, nobody Nebraska's on. I ain't listening. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really listening to anything else unless I'm just like, Genuinely yeah, intrigued, yeah. like the yeah, frost one was good. Was, Didn't he have rule on? Yeah, Andrew? he has. He's had. Yeah. He had rule on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember listening yeah. to that one. That was. I yeah. listen. I listen to most of them. Um, just because, like, I'm a big NFL guy, so I always enjoy when they have the NFL sure. guys on too. You know, just it's a great insight between yeah, having. You know, anytime they have an NFL guy on, you got three guys in the league all talking about you know, it. You're getting at least three points out of this. Oh, yep. got they got the move. false start again. They're getting jittery. Oh, are we going to watch a Michigan implosion? Is this what we're going to mm -hmm. see? The Harbaugh special? No, 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 no. This isn't the Harbaugh special. That's the Nebraska special. Oh, Too no. soon, Ken. Too soon. <laughs> Oh, we're special. Yeah, we're special. Look at <laughs> I'm like, what no, would uh <laughs> Andrew, would you spoil your way too early season record prediction? Lie oh yeah. Yeah, television? so without even looking at the schedule yet, I know those first few games are Knock pretty pretty nice. I'll go with nice uh, job, I'll go with eight and five. Eight and five? Eight and five. So you're okay. thinking we're Eight and five. We have a 13 game schedule next year. I mean, there's a bowl game in there. <laughs> so, you think we go seven, seven and five and, and win, win a, bowl? a bowl game, or do you think we lose a bowl game because we haven't been to one for so long? I think we go, I think we go seven and five and win a bowl game. All right. All right. And that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch the spring game and probably change my mind a little bit, get a little overhyped. And look at that schedule again, because isn't the schedule yep. set up for us to go like six and zero or seven and zero? 
to start the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah the we first could easily. Six games are definitely winnable. So by the time the spring game and fall camp comes around, I'll probably be in that nine and four camp. Colorado. I'll probably Um, end up being nine and four before the season starts, but accept your cookies. All right. So yes, we start. We start with UTEP. So my I'll say I'm not gonna give any numbers exactly, but I think we win way more games than seven. Oh shit. Okay. Let's even with, even with Ohio State and USC on the schedule. Oh yeah, USC. I USC is gonna be shit next year. I mean, maybe with their new defensive coordinator, maybe. Sorry, kid. Oh, I don't mean to cuss on your podcast. That's my bad. No, it's I okay. I brother, I just I've been dropping them all day. I don't. All my right. crap is busted. So don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about. It. God, what a great. Pick. Well, let's see. That's we've incredible. got we've got UTEP, Colorado. Yep. Northern Illinois. Illinois, Purdue, or no, Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, Rutgers, Indiana, Ohio State, UCLA, SC, Wisconsin, Iowa. And I'm looking at those. UCLA is beatable without Chip Kelly. I see us potentially winning at Ohio State because nobody would – Really, truly expect it to happen, but we put up a fight, I think, at least. It's an upset game of the year. Mm. Yeah, upset game of the year. With that defense, I'm confident we can go into just about any stadium in the Big Ten and compete. Period. With that but defense. I, think, I truly and, and think... If, if Dylan is coached in such a way where he understands the live-to-fight-another-day situation, especially on third and long, yeah, I like our chances to win eight. You ready? You ready for this? Before we get to a bowl, to be honest with you. You ready for this? I'm ready. These are the games that I think we are, that I think are... are Here we go. Are way too early. (laughs) These are the games that I think are don't lose. Like, you can win this game, just don't lose this game. Sure. Illinois. Mm -hmm. Ohio State. Wisconsin. Iowa. Colorado's not on that list. I didn't we cannot lose to Colorado I, again. This is this is my thing. Is my list doesn't necessarily also include other games I think are potentially in that. He's hedging his bets, dude. I'm just I'm just saying, like those games are in that equation. In my I'm just mind, we cannot lose to Colorado again. We cannot. No. We cannot lose for a fourth fucking time to Colorado. No, no, no. We these can't. are not games. These are not games that I said we can't lose. I'm saying, like, we can win these games. These are okay. games that we can win. So we can win against Ohio State. We can win against Iowa. We can win against Wisconsin. Um, and we can win against Illinois. Because I think Illinois is a good football team. I think they're sure. probably the toughest, they yeah. toughest game out roll. of that first six-game stretch. Um, and so I think I think Nebraska can win all of those games. We just need to do everything right to not lose them. Does that mean I think we go undefeated? No. Does that mean that I think that SC isn't a good football team or UCLA or whatever Rutgers? You know, like all these all these teams are also really good football teams. But like those are the big games. Those are the games that I'm circling, saying these are the biggest games of the year. Because in all reality, I don't give a shit about Colorado. I think we win that game. Oh, 
but you like, have to. but like, no, here, here's my thing. I hate Colorado. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I loathe them. I detest them. I think they're scum of the earth. I think that they can eat the crusty hairs from my bum. Um, so Colorado can just basically, yeah. Eat my asshole, but I cannot do another year of losing to Colorado, mostly because but, I have Colorado fans or friends. But so the reason annoying. why I say that is because, but the reason why I say that is because I think that we steamroll them. We get the buffer game against UTEP, and then, dude, we are absolutely going to steamroll them. They come into Lincoln, they're getting yelled at. They've got Dion freaking train wreck Sanders taking over a program that is they're all swagger and no buff. They have absolutely no like esteem behind them. They're all frauds. Nice they're all front. They're all frauds. Like dude, so we're, just like, we're planning on bringing a party bus from Grand Island. So we got to have a, we got to have a badass tailgate for that game. Oh, oh dude, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. We'd be, we're in. We'll be there. We'll be bringing up we'll the party bus from GI. Oh, first down. Nice. They're starting to run the ball a little. Um, Come that's on. That's a good thing. Get a tutty. It's good to see. Good to see Penix is all right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Back out there. I really, truly think that oh, if that Penix didn't have all the injury concerns, he would be... I think he would make a push for the number one guy drafted over over Williams because of Williams mentality. I think mm -hmm. if Penix didn't have all the injury concerns, like what wins in the yeah. NFL staying in the pocket and delivering. Yes. You have to be mobile enough. And that is what I think he is. He's good mobile moves, enough to step Big up the pocket. That dude's trucking people. Oh my. Oh, <laughs> that might that be 15. That might be. Yep. There it is. There's a flag. Yeah, he threw him, threw him out of bounds. <laughs> Jeez, brother! Brother was feeling salty. What are you doing? <laughs> you silly goose! Oh yeah, let me go back to those. I was trying to figure out where I was at. I wanted to go back to the comments because I can just see. I can't see Facebook or X comments. I don't know if you noticed, but. We were getting comments through Twitter now, so that's pretty Yeah, neat. they just, they did. Uh, StreamYard just announced that last week that you can get comments from Twitter now, that which is, is beautiful. awesome. It's beautiful. Nice. That's where I know we've got plenty of people that watch us on Twitter. We mm -hmm. just don't know it because none of those stats show up on the screen. I'm not sure it still shows you who's all watching from where, but. I know we've got three from YouTube. Oh, oh. I hate those. <laughs> Just the <laughs> dead fluttering in the air. I feel forever. like Nebraska's been on the bad end of those. Yep. Forever. No. Yep. yep. So here's here's my logic. You ready for this? You ready for this? Nebraska's gonna be good because, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stress this all off season. This is my this is my philosophy. We have had so much bad luck. In the bank, right? We have we've taken so much bad luck debt, dude. Like straight up, we we we've basically gone bad luck bankrupt. Mm -hmm. So Nebraska is bound to just like be successful in the luck category. Like it's just it the, the law of averages 
is so built up in one direction. There's just no other way than up. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that Nebraska has one of the most lucky seasons we will have ever had. It'll feel like Christmas mm. morning every single freaking game because everything is going to go right. There we go. That's my bold again. prediction. It's going to be one of those where it's like, holy crap, the fumble literally just like the team that we were playing was open. had a football player that was them. so incompetent. They just Damn gave it. us the ball at the most inopportune mm. moment. And then we took it. God, if that happens, it. you know, we're winning 10 games and we're right in the hunt for the big 10. Yep. Yeah. Let's That's go, scary. That's scary to me because I'm going to be insufferable if that happens. <laughs> uh, just just ask any fan of Iowa. They'll tell you we're already insufferable. Right. Oh, oh, I have to say my our uh, our annual fuck Iowa episode was by far the best. So thank you, Iowa fans, for tuning in <laughs> to that and oh, raising, raising us up. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, yeah. you uh you are too kind, Husker <laughs> Army. Yes. I appreciate it. You do you appreciate my appreciate my uh my unusual optimism? Cause I have not been optimistic since basically the end of the first season of Generation Red. Like you haven't been optimistic since the day I walked into your door for that 2021 game at Illinois. And the first thing you looked at me, you said, holy shit, I'm nervous about this game. And it's been all downhill ever since. Yeah, I just haven't like, I just haven't been able to be that like that childlike optimist because I just, it's just always filled with heartbreak and, and devastation. And so like, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, logically here bad luck has just plagued us is it not our rights is it not our turn with a good coach with with a good culture built up with guys who know what they need to do to start winning these games like they've got new guys they've got i mean they're gonna have a a brand new quarterback like dude i mean you could just go down the line of potential and I think that we have a coaching staff that can dial into well, a lot of that potential. I got a weird one to throw at you. Did you just see that Talia Tagovailoa just hit yeah. the transfer portal? Going to yeah. Miami. Supposedly some connections between him and the Riola family. Yeah. You know of each other I've or heard friends of smoke, or whatever. But like, so. I just don't know if there, if it's any if it's really any legit. Did he commit to com- Miami? Who did he did he commit today to Miami? Yeah, I, I haven't heard brother. anything lately today. I just was curious. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he committed to Miami. And then who was the other one? Uh the kid that went to Georgia from UNLV. He committed yeah, I don't to Georgia know. today. Yeah. But no, I'm pretty sure to his little brother, the Maryland quarterback, went committed to Miami. I could be I could be wrong, but I I'm don't see sure any that. commitment uh Maybe Miami's just a heavy favorite. They're, they're, he's been courted heavily by Miami, yeah. and I don't okay. know if Nebraska was kicking the tires at all. Um, I doubt it. You know, yeah. you've, you've got your guy. You're probably going to be all in, pushing all the chips to the table, especially with DK. There, but you know, yeah, I'm looking up news. It just says front runner emerges for quarterback. Okay. So Julia. nothing official. Gotcha. Yeah, nothing official. It looks like Miami is the team to watch. So we'll see. 
Wow. Yeah. You see that graphic? First no. 17 plays that Michigan had the ball, 235 yards. The last 17 plays, 77. Let's okay. go. Washington Let's stepped go. up pretty well on defense. So. Let's go, Washington. Yep. Come on, boys. Jim's in shambles. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Poor guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, God, I just went through this kind of game last week. It was 20 to 13. Oh, <laughs> they <God>. were down. <laughs> Can't yep. get away from it. Yep. 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 Yeah. I think you made a good point earlier, Scott, when we were talking at halftime. I think it was when we we're talking specifically about Jim Harbaugh and this staff in the sense that, you know, if he moves on, He's put together such a good staff here at Michigan. If he doesn't take them with him to the NFL, uh, I could easily see Michigan elevating one of those coaches to the head coach role. I mean, Shrod Moore did a great job since he essentially was a head coach for six games. Yeah. They went undefeated. And they went undefeated. You can't you can't discount that at all. Good, good defense. Way to set the edge. That was good. Mm -hmm. Still got three or so out of it, but he's still didn't let him cut back. There was no cutback lanes or anything. That was well done. Um, excuse me. So that sack on Penix, I was going to say when it happened way back earlier in the second quarter, that would be the kind of sack that Nebraska had last year. You know, they have a hold of somebody like that, and then he squirts out somehow, makes some miracle matrix play or some shit. Yeah. Does his best imitation of Neo and gets out of an unwinnable situation and gets Mm -hmm. like 80 yards on a run or something. I mean, it was just crazy. The luck. Great fill. Holy smoke. Wow. Yeah, that was that was crazy because I thought Edwards was about to just pop off Mm -hmm. and they filled in. So did I. So did Let me I. Re- let me watch this. Yeah, because it, right like, oh, okay, it looked like it okay. was there. And then, yeah. I don't know if Edwards saw the linebacker just sitting there either. Yeah, I think that's pretty good, though. Right into him. Hampton's, Hampton's a hell of a dude. He'll be playing yep. on Sundays. Got him again. Nice. Stopped him. Nice, nice. Fourth down. Washington team showed up and played with some physicality since the beginning of the game. Good. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they need to do. What was that halftime speech? What do you think that said? What did DeBoer we die, say? We die. I said that Scott <laughs> on that podcast was talking shit. Yep. He said that there's no adjustments we can make. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. There's one live stream and one live stream only to listen to. We're going to figure this out. Here we go. Oh, Brian. Welcome, Brian. What up? But what do y'all think of the potential Holgerson hire? We were talking about Dana Holgerson, I think, over halftime, Brian. Um, I like the idea. I like the idea of bringing some of that aggressive uh, passing game that comes from the Mike Leach tree. As long as we're still committed to running the football, I really, really like it. Uh, But Holgerson's offenses at Texas Tech were really good at using the running back, too. So, um, I like it. I like I like the idea that this guy's had some some success at the power five level as a coordinator and a head coach. Um we'll see. If we get him, that'd be awesome. I think I think that would help Satterfield out a lot. Just having another idea man in the room to come up with some ideas for the offense, how to move the I ball. Don't, 
I don't think you can do the co OC thing though. You got to be one or the other. I agree with yeah. you there. Um, they made it work like at LSU in 2019, right? It wasn't technically a co-offensive co- coordinator. It was a running game coordinator and a passing yeah. game coordinator. But technically, they were co-offensive. But somebody was still but somebody was the running plays. that side of the plays. Yeah. Well, I think somebody's just calling all the plays, right? Yeah. Joe no Brady wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it Brady? Yeah, and Joe Brady's a dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Look what he's doing for the Bills now. What he did for the Bills after that crap show that was the beginning of their season. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, so, yeah. I'm absolutely loving the new setup here in the studio. Dude, it it's looks amazing, so much, It looks so absolutely phenomenal. I'm so Appreciate happy it. and proud for you, dude. I am. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's got some new lighting in it. Um, those small square lights that I had in here before that you probably saw whenever you were in here. Yeah. Um, I found some universal diffusers to put on a nice big round box that I could put over them. So it turns it kind of into a softer studio light, just makes the light look less harsh. Nice. And then I've got two more of them back here on this wall and they're not turned up very high. They're just kind of aimed down on us. So it kind of gives you that yep. hair light, I guess is what they call it. Kind of separates you I from know. the background. I know. Need- I need to figure that out because like I have like in my kitchen set up, you know, like my overhead. So like with my hat though, I want to get like one of those ring cams to just go on like the side of my, my laptop to like mm-hmm. shines in my face or whatever. So I don't have my shadow, but you got to, you can go to Walmart and that's what I started out with was ring lights. Yeah. Little eight inch ring light that sits on a little tripod. See, I just Prime want like the little 35. laptop one. Yeah, you got those two. They're just not very bright. They don't cast a whole lot of light on you. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I don't have, I have only studio lights on in here tonight. I have no overhead lights on. Gotcha. And that makes a big difference too, to have some nice, these are, I, I could have better lighting, but for 400 I, I think, I four I think you're lit up pretty good. Your cameras nice. are nice and clear. You know what I mean? Yep. Full HD, like you're good to go. I've got, yeah, two of those two of those cameras that were in here when you were in here, um, those are all sitting. I've got two shelves mounted next mounted next to the TV because that big TV used to be over here. Yeah, now it's on the wall facing the door. And uh, I think I, got uh, two I think when I mounted with the with the speakers on them, and then I got the cameras mounted to those shelves too, and it just it just works perfect for a camera angles for like a three person deal. So if someone's sitting here, then two people can sit here and. And then I've got brackets on the shelves behind these two monitor TVs that we're looking at to watch the stream. And I can mount those two cameras on it whenever there's five people in here and that'll cover each end of the table. So did you have your camera on the wall when we did ours with uh, the live one with honky and Brian? I didn't have them on the wall. I had them on tripods. So doing all the reset, the whole point, for me is was to make it much easier to set up camera angles and lighting and to be able to mount the cameras in such a way where there was no tripods, nothing for anybody to trip on. Yeah. So it's a much safer studio to walk into. I've seen that. Yeah. Your cord covers and everything. There's no nothing. It's all the lights are mounted to the walls, you know? So, yeah, I got you. Yeah, Washington's starting to move the ball, Scott. They figured some chinks in the armor. Mm-hmm. Those little screen swing screen passes and stuff have had some success here. 
They're just moving along, just a little bit by bit. Yep. I just want a close Ooh. game. I just, oh. oh, he got knocked down. He was supposed to be the screen man. Got blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah, he did. They figured it out. Oh, he's the guy. Let's knock him on his tail. Either that or he tripped. Oh, oh yep. yeah. No, he, he got submarined. Got I'm going to take a quick pause. I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, you're good. Send it, bud. <laughs> a rip. Yeah, a rip, tater chip. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, I was trying to figure out... Ten. What did... How did Brian send that... That chat? Because it says it's from YouTube, but it's got, like, an attachment sign on it, and, like, it doesn't show up on my phone's chat, but it showed up there. So I'm like, huh, I wonder how... How oh, Brian, Brian Ash? Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, hmm. I'm trying to figure out how that works. I have no idea what the attachment is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Maybe he sent us some cash. Or no, it was a link of some sort, it looks like, but I'm just not sure what it was, what it is. I don't know. Oh, well. Maybe it's a link to the story. I thought, of, I thought maybe you would know if I brought it up, but like, I, I wasn't sure. Brand new thing that I've never seen before. So, because I was like, wait, what? Because you started <laughs> talking about a comment that was made, and I'm like looking on my phone. I'm looking over like there. I'm six like, six flags all on the field. Yeah, at it once. was every like, ref. Damn. Every ref threw their sock. <laughs> False start. I'm like, it was so obvious they all had to yank a flag. <laughs> Everybody about the center. Come on, dudes. Keep your head in the game. My goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not an objective viewer. I do not want Michigan to win this game, though I think they will. Oh, man. Damn. I don't know if that was the play before or what, but that what receiver you, was wide, freaking totally held. What do you think about the absolute gem of a hire that Washington got in Kalen, Kalen DeBoer? DeBoer? Um, as good a hire as they could have made, I I was hoping... He was oh, he boy. was looking at being oh. he was looking at getting a division one job uh when Nebraska's could have came open before twenty twenty one. Kalen DeBoer could have very easily been a target then, and that would have been probably not a bad idea. <sighs> With his ability to just when Indiana's offense was kicking everybody's tail back in the day, when they crushed the crap out of uh Ohio State one day, that was Kalen DeBoer's offense mm -hmm. with Michael Penix. So, yeah. uh, the man knows how to coach end of story. He knows how to motivate, knows how to get kids playing. Um, a fantastic hire by Washington. Cause I mean, dude, I mean what he did at Sioux Falls or was Sioux Falls? No, yeah, Sioux, Sioux Falls. Sioux was Falls. it Sioux City? Sioux City. I think he was at Sioux Falls. Sioux I think Falls. you were right. Yep. I mean, like, what the dude did was just incredible. What, won 100 yeah, games, lost, like, four? Yeah. <laughs> Something, I mean, it was three. nuts. Three. Lost three games in the five seasons he played mm -hmm. at Sioux Falls. Yeah, the guy's like, just incredible. Just incredible. And then he goes to Southern Illinois as the OC wide mm -hmm. receivers coach for three years. Gets uh, the OC slash quarterbacks coach job at Eastern Michigan. Mm -hmm. Then he moves on to Fresno State for two years as their OC slash quarterbacks coach. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to Indiana for that 
for one year in 2019 for their OC slash quarterbacks coach position. And then he gets that the two seasons he played at Fresno State. Like this is why this is why I consider it such a such a gem of a hire is because his only true head coaching experience is Fresno State. And like I think he went like what six and six his first year. Let me see. What was it? Don't mind me, folks. Talking about DeBoer? Yeah, DeBoer. We're talking about his record as a head coach. Yeah. Um, I I really wish in some ways I love having Matt Rule. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Yes. So he... Man. So he went... (laughs) That's what it was. He went three and three because of COVID his first year. That's and it. then he went to a nine three record his yep. second year and then gets hired by Washington. It's like, if you really think about it, you're like, there really wasn't much to say with right. certainty that this guy was going to like take you to a national championship in two years. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty crazy, man. Like that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I <laughs> they were talking. I can't remember. It was Hale Varsity, one of the podcasts, one of the eighty-five Husker podcasts I listened to, said something about the fact that had Nebraska decided to part ways with with Frost after twenty twenty-one instead of giving him three games in twenty twenty-two, DeBoer would have been. Yeah, that would have been the year mm-hmm. he was hired at Washington. You know, maybe he goes and to he Nebraska had, instead. He had some ties. Yep. to the Midwest especially. And uh, I know there was a Twitter account out there that said Kalen DeBoer slash to Nebraska or something. Some fan was just, he was openly stumping for him way back when Frost first got fired. And Mickey was interim. This guy was just, every day was some post about Kalen DeBoer. And it's like, oh, I started watching highlights. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> Yeah, this dude knows how to run a team and an offense, you know. Yeah, and I think I like to think that it's not just the Michael Penix connection, right. too. You know what I mean? Like he's like you don't win hundred games coach. at Sioux Falls and suck at being a coach. So yes. yeah, it's not just Penix for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Penix helps. Don't yep. get me wrong, he helps. But look at that go. They're That's just defensive not, stand. They're not playing now. <laughs> 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 this has become personal, I think. <clears throat> this is what a national championship game should be, though. It, it shouldn't should be. be yeah. It should be a slobber knocker. 45 points on a TCU team that had no business being there in the first place. You know, it, yeah. it shouldn't be that. Excuse me. You know, uh, it's a much better matchup, too, for Washington than dude. Texas was. Yeah. <laughs> Duck Dynasty looking dudes, their defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a guru. Yeah, he's like skinny like me. He's like got glasses. <laughs> yeah, bless Excuse you, bless me. you. My allergies have been kicking my butt for the past few days. I had that earlier. He looks like the dude from uh uh Ted Lasso. Yes. Looks oh, like Oh yeah, that's yeah. a better analogy. Yeah. Looks like beard. Yeah, that Look, dude cracked me up. Uh, I love that show. Yeah, that's a great show. All right, big start. All right, here. big third down. 
Big third down. Should I hate that you guys are like out. five seconds ahead of me. Get too. him. Get him. Crap. Oh, ahead of you? Crap. Oh, my gosh. McCarthy just went 30-some yards. First down. Wow. Adam Crowd, too. Yeah. Oh, I can always tell by your guys' reaction. Crap. Nope. Not good. Yeah. That might be the play of the game right there. Yeah. They go down and score. That's the play of the game. It makes this a 96-yard drive if they get down there. Uh Uh-huh. We'll see. Especially after that huge first down Mm -hmm. loss of yardage. Oh, then they go to the outside. Do you guys think you think McCarthy's worthy of not even a first round pick? Because I don't believe in that at all. But do you think he's even worthy of a second round pick in the draft? If he goes this year, no. If he sticks around for another year, which I doubt he will if Harbaugh's gone, um, probably not second. I'd say high third. But like I said, I don't know crap from Shiola about the NFL or how guys evaluate them or any of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, they picked yeah. Ryan Leaf second in 1997, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest mistake in NFL history. Yeah. That guy was a head case. How you don't figure that out through the interview process, I'll never know. It would have been pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Ryan Leaf didn't give you signs with his personality, yeah. even in college. You know what I mean? Even before uh, yeah. he got into like all the like pill addiction that he had, like he had, yeah, yep. bad character signs back then. You know, I yep. remember that was the Washington State Michigan Rose Bowl. Yep. Back then, uh, I remember watching that game um, because that was. That was like the premier game besides the Huskers, Tennessee versus Peyton Manning. Right. Oh, oh, oh boy. Now you got to set out a play, you silly goose. Yeah, you got to go find your helmet there, dude. <laughs> that dude, was a hell of a play. Holy show. <laughs> he read it like a book. Yeah. Got him. He's got luscious locks. Yeah. Maybe he's working toward that Troy Polamalu look. Maybe. Or his own. He's going for his own brand. Name, image, and likeness, some may say. (laughs) Head and shoulders is a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the frizz out of your biz. Again, but can't get there. Oh, there we go. Could block. Yeah. Good defensive stand other than giving up that long run to McCarthy. Yeah, dude, imagine they're gonna go a hundred and four and eleven as a head coach. Yeah. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but a winner. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. Really need Washington to step up here. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, yeah, one quarter, figure it out. Up. You're only down by a touchdown. Oh, what a punt. Oh, they got it. All right. They got 90 yards to go. Right. 90 yards. It's my turn, boys. All right. Let her rip, buddy. Full send. We'll have to come up with an interesting topic of discussion. So when you walk in, you're incredibly uncomfortable with whatever it is you hear us talking about. I'm all about doing that. 
That sounds amazing. Let's I make it. As, let's make it as weird as possible. All right. <laughs>